start and video go. You know, I why haven't I started an intro music track or something like that? If I'm recording this in Logic Pro, I should have something playing before I actually start. I could do that. And same with the outro. Very not busy weekend. How enjoyable. Episode 42, not done. Getting there. Some, there were events on the weekend. I didn't go, but I did write my newsletter. So that's out uh, this yesterday as well. Workouts in, doing well, but uh, I don't think that green coffee bean extract is the uh, the fat losser that, that they say it is. And this week will be a good one for publications. Got a few things coming up, including, of course, number uh, 42. Folks, Monday, October 30th, 2023. I'm Stephen Sirski, a Canadian expat living here in uh, Beijing, China. And uh, this is one of the uh, podcasts that I do. I do a daily podcast here, Monday to Friday, uh, posting this up on my website, uh, stephensirski.com, is where you can find the, the archives. Hmm. As you can tell, I record this. Um, actually, you might not be able to tell. I record this every day. Uh, basically at the end of my day. And there's there's multiple reasons why I sort of started doing it. Um, one of the big reasons was actually to market my uh, my uh, May You Make Your Movie, the, the month that I was doing uh, movies every day. The other reason is because unlike my bigger podcast, which I had started back in 2020, I started this small podcast back in 2021. Uh, this has sort of overtaken the the whole idea of blogging because it's just easier i don't know if you've noticed i tend to talk <laughs> it kind of runs in the family there's always sort of a saying uh, around my household never give a sirski a, a microphone because they'll just keep on talking sort of thing so uh, and I, I i see where where it can happen but i also see it as sort of a result of our willingness to say something and uh, we do we honestly do believe that we have something to say uh, and that given maybe some of the circles that we run around in, uh, we are some of the people who can um, say something and not be afraid of it sort of thing. Like public, ski, public, public speaking skills, I guess, uh, is what you could say. And that's what podcasting is, same with vlogging and everything. Uh, so why, like, th so those were two reasons I sort of started it, because I, I could, some marketing. And then the other thing was uh, to sort of timestamp uh, the uh, the life and times. I've sort of used this byline for a, a lot of my uh, publications, the life and times of a working traveler. And I, I still do kind of see my see myself as a traveler, um, which is very difficult to sort of even reconcile uh, because when do I stop being a traveler? I guess, right? Like that, that's, I guess that is the big question is uh, when do I kind of go, instead of uh, being you know, when when is the sort of difference between being someone who lives overseas and someone who uh, is just overseas uh, temporarily sort of thing? And at one point, do you become like not a traveler, not an expat? You're always, I'm always, I guess technically in China, I'm always going to be an expat, right? Because I, I cannot have a passport here. Unlike Chinese people who, if they, move to Canada, or the United States, or even Europe, they can become a different nationality, right? So they, they aren't expats anymore. They become pats, <laughs> right? They become, I guess they are, they're another form of expats, but uh, uh, certainly not the way that you would sort of think. 
of, of your, your English teacher or your Chinese teachers overseas and everything. All that is to say, the reasons why I started this podcast were quite a few. Uh, it's taken up the, uh, the burden of uh, blogging and it's a lot easier. And over time, it has, it has improved in quality. If you go back to some of the first sort of uh, episodes that I published way back, I think it was May 11th, uh, 2021 was the first episode of the small podcast. Oh, you'll probably hear a difference. So, But it's always meant to be sort of a bit rough and tumble. It's not meant to be perfectly polished uh, podcasting, like podcast experience at all. Uh, you might have noticed a couple of weeks ago, I was in Singapore uh, using similar technology. So I was, I'm using these DJI mics, DJI mics. Uh, now, typically here in Beijing, I will be recording with my Zoom H41, H4N, sorry. So that's what you'll be hearing today. But uh, in Singapore, you were hearing the DJ, uh, DJI microphones. Uh, that's uh, what I use for my uh, sort of, uh, what do you call it? Mobile rig, if you will. And I did buy them with the idea that I was going to use them for the big podcast, which uh, I am currently editing. But uh, I might have to change that up uh, only because I'm not sure if I like the idea of having lapel microphones for uh, for guests. Not, not a bad idea, uh, but the, certainly the current trend du jour current uh, trend of the industry is to have, you know, two big microphones on a table and uh, you record it that way. Gone are the headphones though. So I don't know about you, but a lot of the podcasts that I see now, people don't wear headphones. Yes. Uh, yeah. Joe Rogan still wears headphones. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why, um, since it's just like, you know, him and another person in the room. Uh, but um, a lot of other podcasts now, don't seem to have headphones. Like you don't have the big cans on your head sort of thing anymore. Uh, I, I I still wear them for the big podcast, but uh, not if it's an in-person uh, interview. If it's on if it's on Zoom, yes, I'll do it because it's sort of a practicality. Uh, but an in-person, face-to-face uh, -face sort of interview, uh, I don't. I, it's, it's headphones off. It's I like being sort of sort of fully situationally aware. Now maybe that sort of contributes to some of my issues in mixing later on. But uh, all that being said, episode number 42 is actually um, in the works as we speak. I'm looking at this. I'm on, I'm on bar number 2800 out of several more. And uh, it is, actually, I don't mind listening to this one again because in this episode, uh, the guy I was talking to actually was telling me and teaching me quite a bit about uh, audio engineering and uh, uh, recording and stuff like that. And we're talking a lot about the, the similar tools so when I'm listening to it, I'm sort of reminding myself some of the things that he said, um, even though he was uh, gracious enough to spend some time after the episode was recorded to show me like how to use some of the things that I have, I have but I haven't been using, namely like Isotope, uh, Logic Pro and things like that. So it's uh, this one, uh, this episode, I mean, if this uh, little teaser uh, is, is any indication this is going to be more for the gearheads. This is going to be more for the audiophiles. If you're interested in ever getting into podcasting or like sort of or music and like post production, audio post production, uh, or even how to you know, approach someone to help you with this stuff, uh, this episode uh, is definitely going to be for you. But as it is, it's going to be released. I know I wanted it done. Actually, I wanted it done two weeks ago, but that was a very ambitious goal given that, uh, you know, I was in Singapore for a week <laughs> and then getting back into the swing of things uh, just uh, 
just took me away. It took me a while to resettle into my normal routine here in Beijing, but settled and good to go. Uh, there were things going on uh, this weekend, <laughs> Saturday, or sorry, Friday. I was like, ah, there's nothing going on. Then I see my news feed sort of filled with people going all sorts of places. Boy, Steve, you really, uh, you really didn't try too hard, did you this year? No, not at all. I didn't. Uh, as a matter of fact, in the newsletter uh, that I just sent out yesterday, I pointed out like, the title was "Bro, Do You Even Know How to Expat?" and it's. It's true. Like I, I've sort of been feeling this for a while. I actually wrote this letter a, a while ago, but uh, um, I'm, I've been thinking like I don't really do a lot of things that you'd consider an expat should do. Like I stay at home, I work, and that's it. Like I even cook my own food now. Like I don't even go to try different foods. Like, the, the only foods that I ever go try are like baozi. Or Yotiao, maybe once a month, because just because I'm like, ah, I should try it again. Why not? But my typical sort of go tos are like, I, I order steaks by the, the case and I freeze them. Uh, so that, that's what I typically eat. Then I have like a, an international supermarket down the street where I get my chicken and broccoli, good, uh, all my vegetables and stuff. Uh, but then it's like blue frog burgers and uh, tube station pizza. Like, the, that's what I eat. It's I don't really do a lot of different foods, uh, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why is because there's just been so many times I've been disappointed by what I had. <laughs> it's terrible. So there you go. That's that's a one thing that they don't tell you about the expat life. How completely and utterly disappointed you will you'll be with a lot of the food that you're going to try. Of course, it's going to be different. It's going to be part of the learning experience. It's culture. It's, you're going to know the real China. You're going to you know the real country, the real people, the real everything. And then you're going to realize like half the stuff that you, half the stores that you pass by on the uh, on your walk or whatever are like, yeah, and they're going to remain that, passing by stores because honestly, in three months, they're probably going to be shut down because they suck. And this is not against them. This is just that, whether or not they actually try, whether they actually care, or whether or not it's, you know, sort of my flavor, right? I mean, it's not like I walk into um, Asperger uh, joints, ass burger, donkey burger joints, donkey burger uh, restaurants, because there is one right by my uh, uh, my apartment, but I've never been in, um, kind of because I'm a little bit afraid of ordering food, to tell you the truth, <laughs> given all my my uh, Chinese studies, I still don't like going out to order food and put my... Because it's one of these small shops that you don't see any other foreigners in, which means that if you walk in and you start talking Chinese, everyone's going to look at you. And it's just like, oh, fuck, can I just point an order, please? You know, which I guess I should probably try it at, at least one point, at one time. It's been there forever, uh, and uh, I, I still haven't uh, tried it. On that note, actually, I should I forgot to mention this a while ago. Uh, but uh, Charlie's Italian uh, food has shut down. This is another restaurant. So the strip mall, not strip mall, but the, the, the stores that are built into the, uh, the building uh, that is like on my walking path towards the, the subway station, there used to be, so there's now a, nail, a couple nail salons. Those have changed from like grocery shops to, I don't think there's a massage parlor, but... Uh, 
Uh, there was something else in there before. This is right beside the Donkey Burger place. Donkey Burger place has stayed there, been a steadfast uh, element uh, to that thing, to that whole place. There's a Mao Tai place as well, so like a, a Baijiu. There's a flower shop that's still there. Uh, there are the doors for what used to be the air conditioning repair people. Those guys are gone. But then there used to be Charlie's Italian, whatever it is, eatery. And then right beside that, there was a sex store. Uh, like a, a sex toy store. Now that shut down at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, yeah, I know, sad, right? But uh, the Italian restaurant kept on going. And now on the other side of that former sex store, which I think is now some sort of Chinese, uh, not pig's blood, but it's like some sort of Chinese uh, packaged meat place. Uh, and uh, I've never, I haven't gone in because honestly, I was like, I, this is, I don't, again, crotchety old man. Uh, am I doing this expat thing right? I, I guess some people would walk in there, oh, what is this? You know, let's find out. Me, I'm like looking at it going, I can probably tell you what kind of meat it's going to be it just by looking at the packaging. I don't I don't know if I really need to uh, uh, to try it out, to tell you the truth. Um, and then, of course, there's an, now there's a MyTN, uh, which is a, uh, a real estate uh, rental agency here in Beijing. So, But Charlie's closed. I, and I don't know when this happened. It must have been like in the last couple months, a couple of weeks ago at least, um, that uh, they, they were there forever. They, uh, and I, I don't know really who went there because I can't, do we ever, did I ever order from them? I, if I did, it was kind of like one of these things. I'm like, yeah, this is not good. <laughs> That's not what I thought it would be, to tell you the truth. I had a little bit higher hopes for it. But then again, I can't remember. So honestly, Charlie, if you're listening, I apologize. Uh, I did not patronize, I did not patronize, I did not order from your restaurant, at least not that I can remember. I always opted for Lily's American Diner because uh, they had the uh, uh, Mike's, was it Mike's Mom's Wrap or whatever it was, fantastic chicken and Caesar salad uh, wrap. Uh, that, uh, that's, uh, that was my go-to, basically, if I, if I was ever going to eat out. Overall, um, anyway, so there's my little story about that, that strip mall uh, nearby the house. Uh, now, yeah, there were things going on all weekend. I didn't go out, prepped to stay at home. We did have pizza on Sunday night, which was fantastic. Uh, but uh, there has been lots of smog in town. And what do you know? Last night at around like 10.30 p.m., <laughs> the government said, or somebody, the uh, the powers that be, send out an, uh, a text message. Oh, hey, uh, Smog is going to be pretty bad until like November 2nd. So, uh, you know, if you have breathing issues, just take care. <laughs> it's been like this for the last week. You're <laughs> sending this text message now. Thanks, guys. Awesome. I did get my workouts in. I even went for a workout yesterday. Sorry, I went uh, for extended, not extended, an hour-long jog uh, Sunday morning, which I think is like, I like this sort of morning routine on Sundays, getting up. It gives me sort of something to do. And this is like one of these very slow runs that I do. So it's a low heart rate uh, run. We're talking like eight to nine minute kilometer pace. Nothing fast. There's another guy who lives on the compound. He's like, oh, you're running again? How long are you going to run for today? I'm like, just an hour. And he, you know, he's like, well, that seems like a long time. But it's a very gentle jog. It's it more, it's, it's more daunting in terms of time rather than effort, right? And that's what it's supposed to be. It's meant to be a very slow, um, not a demanding run at all. I put my, it's like one of the only runs I actually wear 
that I use AirPods, like uh, your ear, earphones, uh, and then that's it. Other than that, I, I typically, whenever I run, I don't uh, I don't take anything with me because I don't want to deal with the hassle the hassle of it all. To tell you the truth, I don't want to deal with people, podcasts, downloading, streaming, VPNs, assisted internet connections, and all that stuff. Ah, my fan light tells you. Today, I did get the uh, workout in at lunch and after work as well. Uh, 6.5 kilometers. I was I don't know how fast I was running this morning or at uh, lunch. It seemed pretty fast, uh, given that uh, I was kind of out of breath. But also, uh, I don't know. It just seemed to. I, but I ran it in 37 minutes. This seems odd to me, to tell you the truth. Uh, that uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't believe it to tell you the truth that I ran. 37 minutes, 6.46 kilometers. It's saying that I ran a 5 minute 48 pace kilometer. I don't believe you. I think this thing's full of shit. I think it's wrong. I think it's the smog throwing off the satellites or something. But apparently, yeah, my heart rate was up there pretty high as well. So I don't know. Maybe it's just because my heart rate was high that it thinks that I was running very uh, faster than I actually was. It didn't, I mean, it felt fast-ish. But at the same time, I, I don't I don't think it was under a six-minute kilometer pace, to tell you the truth. But anyway, won't argue with, about it too much. I uh, also brought the steel club out with me and the skipping rope uh, to uh, do some work outside. Uh, did two or three rounds of that stuff. Uh, and so what I do with this one is that uh, typically what I'll do is I'll mix up swings, like mace club, uh, like steel club swings or kettlebell swings, and then I'll run. I'll also do those uh, plyometrics as well. So like, uh, shifting my weight and jumping from, you know, side to side, foot to foot and things like that, uh, that sort of help, uh, build up the, uh, the small stabilizer muscles around your joints and stuff like that, which, uh, I've also have been trying to target the hip, basically making sure that the hip sort of can take the uh, sudden movements and things like that, uh, to help build up a little bit of a resi- resiliency, I guess. So yeah, uh, still under an hour for uh, the workout. Uh, during lunch, and then again at, after work, uh, doing the mace swings, the steel club swings, and some slow lifts. Again, focusing more on just uh, not not getting the heart rate up too high, uh, but making sure I lift weight rather than just doing cardio all the time. Uh, newsletter is out. Uh, if you haven't found this yet, stevensterski.substack.com is where you can find uh, the newsletter. This is the once a week uh, email that I send out uh, that has that supplements is often an, an extension of some of the things I talk about here, but typically it's a new topic altogether. It's usually it's the one topic that I haven't talked about during during the week and has been sitting in the back of my mind. Um, I've also noticed uh, that there's a huge difference between like podcasting, like speaking, and writing, and I. I, as much as it seems like I love talking, and don't don't get me wrong, I mean, my sexy scintillating voice, the soothing, sexy, scintillating sounds of Steven Sirsky. How many more siblings can you put into one sentence? I know a lot of people love to fall asleep to me, and uh, I think I do put a lot of people uh, to very sweet dreams, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, but uh, the newsletter, I uh, this is like, I would consider myself more to be a writer than anything else, and so. Uh, trying to keep that going, uh, even though podcasting is far easier, only because I don't edit the bloody thing. And the newsletter, uh, this is actually one of the reasons why I don't blog as much anymore, because 
unlike this podcast where it's easy just to blah, 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 and post it and not think about it anymore. With a blog or a newsletter, I write the I write one draft, I look at it and go, oh, I don't really think I'm getting what I want to get across. And so I edit it, I try this and I try that. And then basically, I have noticed that if you try to write, if you try to edit a blog post more than twice, just scrap it, just put it away and come back to the topic later on. Don't come back to that newsletter, come back to the topic. Because what inevitably happens is that either the way that you wrote it was more situational for that time rather than being more appropriate to the next time that you visit that topic. Because when you visit that topic again in the future, what's going to happen is that you're going to think, well, I see what I'm saying and I do like my writing. Like, wow, it's not, not, it's not as bad as I thought it was. But if you were to rewrite it again in the future, you would write it uh, differently than, than you did before. So uh, I've noticed that that to be the case with my, my blogging, which has often prevented me from publishing things, to tell you the truth. Uh, the one thing I do miss about blogging uh, is that I can put a lot of pictures and videos and stuff like that in there. Um, but and, and since I don't upload very much to Instagram because it's just a pain in the ass to make sure that it uh, uploads and sort my photos and stuff like that, uh, I would like to get back into blogging. And it didn't, the photos didn't look as good going through Substack as they did on the blog, to tell you the truth. Not only that, not going to lie, as an expat who's been in Beijing, China for a while, I don't have many more pictures other than the food that I eat and a few other things that I take on a regular basis. Uh, but uh, not nothing, nothing really exciting, to tell you the truth. Uh, even though each and every uh, title card for this small podcast is a unique photo, usually taken from the day, but there's been other times where I've had to sort of borrow from other days, either because the photo was good or I just didn't take anything else uh, that day. Uh, hey, weight differences. So what's going on for uh, my weight? I've been taking these uh, green coffee, bean extract sort of stuff. Are they working? So I weighed myself again on Saturday morning and I'm right back up there. It's like I'm hovering around 81 kilos. So what Canada, I don't know what the hell happened there, but before Canada, I was sitting at around 79 to 80. And then since Canada, like back in July, I've been hovering around 81 kilos. I mean, you can say, Steve, you're getting old. True. Yeah. But, uh, that much? Two kilos older? Come on, one kilo older. Come on, two kilos older, I guess. So the green coffee bean, I don't think, uh, is working. Now, I didn't take them yesterday, so maybe that has something to do with it. All this, all that being said, you're probably right in saying, like, Steve, you know, is it, is it sustainable to be taking these things? Like, do you want to be relying on a pill to lose weight rather than, like, modifying your diet and going, well, you know what? <laughs> it's a lot easier to take a pill than it is to modify my diet because <laughs> it's not like my diet is super bad. And I know that, uh, I, I do, I mean, again, I, I still have beer. I still eat a lot of chocolate and chips whenever they're on sale too. So like, I know it's, but those are harder to control. I found than taking a pill. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll finish this jar of, uh, green coffee bean extract, blah, blah, blahs, and then see, uh, see just how much it sort of works. Uh, but uh, if you're wondering about my body fat percentage, it's sitting around about 21%. And if I could, I would like to take that down by 3 or 4% um, going forward. There's no deadline on that one, uh, mainly because it would sort of require me to figure out how to modify my body composition 
so I could take down, if not the weight, then the fat. And that would probably, probably require me to change some of the foods I eat. And I'm not sure if I'm prepared to do that. Uh, this week will be a good one for the podcast, so stick around for the rest of this week. Uh, tomorrow is Halloween. I have an idea for a special episode that I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, I also have a guest submission, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so I will have that as well. Uh, one of the uh, the guys I know here in uh, Beijing, he this guy, he's been traveling around China. He's been expatting pro- uh, pretty properly. He, he kind of stopped studying Chinese so much. Not like this guy. Not, not like me, who I study Chinese every morning. Uh, this guy, he's like, ah, fuck that shit. Let's go travel instead. <laughs> so he does. And so, but his Chinese is good enough that he can, you know, deal with a lot of situations, uh, or you know, get himself into situations and maybe uh, maneuver around other situations. So he's really sort of taken the opportunity to uh, you know, travel the country uh, uh, whenever he can. So, so he was able to uh, record this uh, one episode. Uh, it says one interview with the uh, the tour guide that he's with, he was with. And I will post that later on in the week. Uh, and then, of course, the big podcast. I'm going to get it done this week. I have to. I'm looking at this thing going, which I also talk about in my newsletter. I, I sort of cover on some of the topics about, you know, Steve, why don't you hire someone else to do it? There's a couple of reasons. I'll let you go to the newsletter to have a listen. We're stretching this episode already pretty long as it is. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I have one last note is that gold is moving again. But, uh, you know, if I just said that, you'd be like, what does that mean? It means that gold is moving. So seasonal fluctuation again into October, uh, November, December. December is usually a pretty good time for uh, gold and gold stocks as well. December into January. And then after that, it sort of drops a little bit afterwards. But the fact that it is moving and the markets are going down, hmm, safety trade, security uh, sort of like safety and security sort of thing uh, could be what's going on. All right, folks, that's it. We're going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks uh, are up on my website, stevensersky.com. And yes, the MP3s aren't uploading properly because uh, I'm having website issues where it doesn't like the amount of uh, storage I'm taking up. So that's something I got to deal with, I think, before Tuesday. Uh, sorry, Wednesday, because uh, they might they might charge me more money. Ah, all right. Well, that's something else I have to deal with this weekend or this week. Thanks for listening again. We'll talk again. Have a good start of the week. Bye-bye.